What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast once again. I'm so excited that we are here this season. This is, again, season number five already. It's crazy to believe uh, that the the Scatterbrod Network has been in existence for five seasons. Now, we do two seasons a year, so about two. Like this is this is the beginning of the second year. Uh, no, sorry, beginning of the third year. Wow, yeah, this is the beginning of the third year. Man, it goes quick. Um, but it's but it's just great to be able to be able to do this particular podcast uh, to to work with the Scatterbrod Network to work with all these guys. Uh, it's, it's just so awesome. If you don't know about the Scatterbrod Network, which I'm sure you do because you're listening to this podcast, but if you don't, go to Scatterbrod Network um, or no, sorry, go to scatteredabroad.org. And you'll be able to find all the uh, all the things you need to know about the network. Uh, Daniel Webster, uh, the host of the Bible Storming podcast, that it up, that that uploads twice a month. Um, that one uh, is a great podcast to listen to. But he does all of our websites, um, so certainly uh, appreciative of Daniel and the great work that he does. Uh, this season, we're talking about what is Christian living. It, it's it's a great topic. It's a great theme. Uh, Pulling it from Second Peter chapter one, a great passage of scripture, um, and it's just it's just a great study, and, I, and I'm glad that you're along with me for the ride here. Second uh, Peter chapter one, one through eleven, we, we kind of laid the groundwork the first couple of weeks. We talked about Peter and the background of Peter, who he was, and why he is fit to really talk about this subject. Uh, we talked about the precious faith that Peter talked about, how it is the faith, how it is there, how there is no other faith. Uh, there is no other uh, faith that will get you anywhere other than that of our faith that we have in God and Jesus Christ. We talked about the righteousness of God. We talked about his grace and his peace. Uh, we talked about the knowledge of God that we should have and what we should do with that particular knowledge. Uh, we talked about corruption. We talked about sin. We talked about the promises of heaven and how beautiful all of those things are. Is now verse five, but also for this very reason. It's almost like the word therefore. It's like Peter is saying therefore. And I know if you've been around gospel preaching long enough, you know that uh, preachers like to say, when you see the word therefore, you have to understand what is therefore, right? Okay, well, and I, I say it in that voice because I just said that a couple weeks ago when I preached. So I'm making fun of myself for saying it. Um, but uh, you have to understand why things are being said. And so it's almost like Peter is saying, because of all the things that I have just told you, um, because I've talked to you about the great and precious promises, because we know that you're escaping the corruption in the world, he says, give all diligence. Give all diligence. And I want to look at that phrase because this phrase is important to our entire study. Um, the word diligence is the Greek word spadadzo. And it literally means to be someone who does something with great speed or great effort. Um, and if we think about that, in the context of the Christian graces, if we're not willing to do these things, if we're not willing to practice these characteristics, if we're not willing to add them into our lives, they're never going to be ours, are they? You and I will never be successful as Christians if we are not giving all diligence. When we talk about the word giving, it's kind of interesting because giving really requires a few things. Number one, giving requires you. And you might be thinking, that doesn't make any sense. Caleb, what do you mean? Well, giving requires you because this is something that you, as an individual, as someone by yourself on your own, have to do yourself. No one can do it for you, can they? When it comes to Christianity, it's all on you. Now, I'm not saying that you walk through this life alone. Now, sometimes it certainly feels alone. Elijah thought he was alone um, in, in 1 Kings chapter 19. But it, when it comes to Christianity and living the life of a Christian, 
that is all upon you and your decision to do it. Am I going to give it 100% of myself? Am I going to give it, of every, give it everything that I have as an individual? Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. He didn't say Peter. He didn't say John. He didn't say Silas or whoever might have been there. He says, me, I am crucified with Christ. You see, it's a choice, a decision that each of us have to make when we become Christians, right? When you become a Christian, you understand that there's a cost that you counted because you understand that being a faithful Christian requires everything from you, that there are some things that you're going to have to leave behind. It's not a game that you and I play, but rather it's a lifestyle that we live. That's the perfect way to wrap up Christianity. It's not something you get to play at. It's not something you get to hang up at the end of the day and then put on whatever you go back outside. It's something that requires everything of you all the time, everything that you have. You have to be willing to give of yourself. Number two, Christianity also requires action. Christianity is not passive. In the sense of Christianity is not something that you get to just allow yourself to live as a Christian, but it not make any change in your life. It affects every single thought, every single decision, every single choice that we make, doesn't it? At least it should if you're a true Christian, a real Christian, a faithful Christian. Giving of our means on the first day of the week, okay, that, that, that's a way that you and I act as Christians. If you have a means of an income, you are required to give on the first day of the week. We're commanded to do that. 1 Corinthians 16, 1 through 2. You and I are required, we're commanded to give of our time. Matthew 6, 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Are you doing all that you can to keep God first in your life? As a first priority in your life. Okay, people say, well, well, well look, preacher, I just don't have time. I've made all these commitments, right? I made all these commitments to school, all these commitments to work. I've done all of these things that, uh, that I feel like I need to do. But friends, what about our commitment to Christ? At what point in our lives did our commitment to Christ fall down the drain and go to the very bottom? When really it should be the very first thing that we think about. Someone once said, if you're too busy for prayer and Bible study, then you are busier than God ever intended you to be. Friends, it's good to be busy. It's good to have things to do, but not when it begins to push out all the things that are spiritually so important. Number three, giving also requires sacrifice. You know, in order for an athlete to be able to perform at the level that he needs to perform, he has to be willing to make sacrifices. In order for someone to be a successful student, sometimes there are sacrifices that must be made. But friends, in order for one to be a successful Christian, the exact same thing is true. There must be sacrifices that are made if you want to be faithful to God. What are you willing to give up for the cause of Christ? Have you ever thought about that? What have you had to give up for the cause of Christ? Maybe you've thought, maybe you're thinking right now in your life, well, I haven't really had to give up anything. Well, maybe it's Time for a life check to see if we're really living the way God wants us to live. Now, these takes in verse 24, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he'll be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You and I are faced with the decision every single day of who we're going to serve and what we are going to give up. It's important to think about our service in this life. If we go back to the Greek language, that word giving, um, 
it, it's it's a word that means to bring in um, by the side of. Okay, now that doesn't really make any sense, right? But let's think about this, okay? In other words, God has provided these great and precious promises, verse 4, that that's our escape from the corruption of sin in this world. And within that, you and I are able to bring in to the side of these things a diligent effort to fulfill our part. You and I want heaven. At least I think you do. I know that that's what I want. We want to escape the corruption of sin. And if we want that, you and I have to be willing to bring into our side these things that Peter is presenting. But you and I know in order for us to do, su- su- do so successfully, we have to be individuals who are diligent. These quote-unquote Christian graces can only be added into our lives if you and I are the one who are, who are diligently working to add them in. These Christian graces don't just snap to attention. Don't just immediately snap into, uh, into our lives, do they? We understand that being a diligent Christian requires being someone who applies themselves when it comes to this idea of growing as a Christian. Doesn't just come with a snap of your finger, does it? Doesn't just come as soon as you pray to God, but go back to those building blocks that we talked about a couple of, uh, couple of episodes ago. It takes time. It takes labor. It takes effort. It takes hard work. It takes you diligently putting forth that time and effort to be pleasing to God in, in this life. The word diligent is something that I think maybe some of us shy away from. We all think we're diligent, perhaps. We all think we have that characteristic, but do we really have it when it comes to being a Christian? We're going to continue next week in talking about more specifically our faith, um, and we're talking about virtue. And as, as we kind of divide this, this particular segment, uh, verse 5, really into a couple of episodes, I think they're extremely important uh, to understand. Thank you so much for, for joining me for this episode. I know it's a little bit shorter, and these episodes are going to be a little bit shorter because we're splitting them up um, into two-part series. Uh, but come back next week as we close out the, this topic of diligence, faith, and virtue. I'm excited to have you Uh, on this particular season. Excited to have you on the Scattered Abroad Network. Please go check out all of our other podcasts. They are there for you. They are there for your benefit. Hopefully you're taking advantage of that. Until next week, thank you so much and may God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.